0: El tiene nada más que la confrontación. Hey, welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. I used to write a bunch of weekly columns for a bunch of internet places, and I would use those columns to put forth all sorts of crazy opinions. Then I'd come on this show to defend those opinions. But now, nothing. I don't do anything at all joining me today he is a fantastic comedian and a good good friend of the show you have heard him on so many podcasts on this network he's been on listcast he's been on unpops every day which isn't even a podcast anymore so many others ladies and gentlemen joe k also joining me fucking he's my co-host on this podcast and i have to come up with something to say Every time. And I don't want to just keep saying, oh, fucking sideshow, sideshow. You can listen to him there. Tom and Jeff watch Batman. He buys raisins at the farmer's market every week. Go find him there if you're trying to murder him. Ladies and gentlemen, Jeff May. It's going to be a great show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to unpopular opinion i'm your host adam todd brown joining me as co-host today who the fuck are you i
1: have i've been asking myself that question for quite some time and i don't know Uh, things are very bad my brain is
0: scattered but i'm jeff may in theory and hi hi unpopular i don't know if i believe you but Hmm? we'll figure it out as the episode goes on also joining us for the first time in a long time Joe, Kay, how the fuck are you? Oh, hi, Adam. Hello, my little
2: unpopsicles um, out there. Wanna take a lick?
0: Unpopsicles? How has no one said that in the seven year history of this podcast?
2: 100%. I thought I was stealing that from somebody, but. Joe is writing
1: merch right now. <laughs> He's just writing it down. Unpopsicles, parentheses. Who
0: wants a lick? Who wants a lick? Fuck merch. I want to sell popsicles. Let's do it. I want to sell pop songs. That can't be a hard market to break into. Pop songs or popsicles. Yeah,
1: just be a rebel just for licks. Yeah, we'll call it Portugal the man. We'll have him do a quick, a quick little cover.
0: Yeah, Unpops the Pod is what we'll call our band that sells popsicles. Podcast the man.
2: Podcast the man I mean someone's <laughs> eventually that's gonna exist a podcast about the discography of Portugal the man called podcast the man that's gonna happen
0: and if any network's gonna do it, it would probably be us yeah, I feel like you could
1: have very important guests on that episode i I would think so, although they're lo- they're
0: hard to lock down for a podcast
2: I mean nowadays it's not hard to lock down anybody for a podcast
0: except Portugal the man yeah uh, <laughs> Still very difficult. Still very difficult. <laughs> so this week's episode, we've been doing a bunch of kind of news roundup type of episodes. Uh-huh. And that's a thing I keep an eye on. I One of the things I do when I wake up in the morning is look at just hundreds and f- hundreds of headlines because I have to make a lot of content and I have to uh, find source material for that content. And one thing I've found, especially since the Black Lives Matter protests kicked off again after the murder of George Floyd, is that local news outlets are really the best way to keep up with what's happening in this country. I said, as they always have been, really. Yeah, because, you know, major news outlets only have enough time to cover so many things. Mm -hmm. And that means a lot of really important, or even if they're not important, sometimes they're just interesting or funny. A lot of news stories just kind of fall through the cracks. And that's especially been happening with the Black Lives Matter protests. So this week's episode is just kind of a roundup of local news stories that people might not have heard, including stories from like right here in LA, or at least Orange County. am I I don't want to conflate Orange County and L.A.
2: Please don't.
0: But even stuff that's happening in this area, I just had never heard of. So we're going to talk about some of that shit. Should we dive in?
2: Let's do it.
0: Black Lives Matter protesters and Black Lives Matter leaders are being targeted by law enforcement all over the country. And I know people are like, no shit.
2: What? No. Get out of town. Oh, my God.
0: Like, we know this is happening, but I don't know if people realize how targeted it is. Because when I say Black Lives Matter leaders, I don't mean people who were at protests uh, who had their picture on social media. I mean the leaders of Black Lives Matter in all of these areas around the country are being arrested and hit with very serious charges that don't necessarily match up to what they're being charged with, like the the threat of the sentences people are receiving, does not really correlate to the crimes they're accused of committing. Mm-hmm. And it's been carrying on since the protests started, most recently, the most recent protests started.
1: I would add that it's been happening for uh, decades, if not yeah. centuries.
0: Oh, yeah. 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 It's been happening for a long time, but just since... Uh, This most recent wave of protests kicked off. The measures that law enforcement is taking against protesters and the organizers of protests are like nothing that we have seen before. In Michigan, they tried to pass a law that would have classified rioting as domestic terrorism, which means a whole lot of Philadelphia sports fans are domestic terrorists. To be fair, hard agree.
2: Yeah also it's like also to be fair I lived there for a year so yeah
1: <laughs> it's funny with that the one the the you, you the western michigan lady that fucking that lady is a is a trip uh if you look at it and she just got primaried out by what looks like a loaf of white bread that was in the army <laughs> like the dude that primaried her out looks like such a fucking doofus and uh her twitter by the way very small following And it's all just about how she loves Trump. She's like a massive Trumper.
2: Oh, my God.
0: But that bill didn't pass. But they're not the only state that considered or is employing really aggressive measures to stamp out these protests. On last week's episode of In Broad Daylight, which is our strictly politics and news podcast, although this podcast is kind of the same thing.
2: I was going to say, isn't this network like almost pretty much all news and politics? And then we have some like, so we have that sobriety show. NASA. We have. have.
0: Yeah. It's news, politics, and biographies about bands and athletes you don't like. Yeah. (laughs) Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. And a conspiracy podcast.
1: We cover all of the grounds of uncomfortable things.
0: Amen to that. Uh, So on the In Broad Daylight podcast, we talked about this situation that's happening in Utah where a group Mm. of Black Lives Matter protesters are facing life in prison for participating in protests there. In the case of one of the protesters, a woman named Madalena McNeil, she's mostly just accused of buying red paint. I would like to add that uh,
1: Black Lives Matter is a very new concept to Utah, as in- since like 1979 was the first time that Utah recognized black people as being people.
0: Oh, Jeff, you're blowing that out of proportion. It was 1974 and it was just the Mormon church. There were no black people in Utah at the time. I,
1: yeah. I was like, I forgot the separation between the Mormon church and Utah. That's my <laughs> bad. Carl
0: Malone was the first.
1: <laughs> yeah. they And they still didn't get him a championship. That's why they're so mad about this. At least he gets another planet when he dies. and, and that's why they're trying to cancel the mail.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: The mailman, because he was the mailman.:
2: Oh God, everybody, go on the uh, the USPS website, go buy a pair of postal of post office socks.
1: My dad's a Trumper, and he works for the fucking post office, and I would love to see what he's uh, thinking right now, except we don't talk. But like, yeah, I would can we love get him on the this...
0: podcast to talk about the post office? Mm, I don't Fuck know. my job,
1: pointless. I should be fired because <laughs> the president's gotta be protected. We gotta protect his Because the, the
2: president's balls taste oh so beautiful and salty. Mmm, mm, mm. stick them in my mouth.
0: Okay, sorry. So what's happening in Utah is they're charging these protesters as if they're a gang. They have a provision in Utah law where if a crime is committed and two or more people conspire to commit that crime, then they're considered a gang. And it's a provision that is literally meant for street gangs. And the district attorney is arguing, no, it's not specifically for street gangs. It just says gangs and like any like group of people could be a gang. So they're charging these protesters as acting as a gang. And by doing that, These crimes like Madalena McNeil's most serious charge is a second degree felony, which it's a crime, but it's not the kind of crime you go to prison for life for. Right. But because they're being charged under this gang provision, now they're all facing life in prison, which is nothing more than the state trying to stamp out dissent and use a scare tactic That will discourage other people from dissenting in a similar manner in the future. It's fascism, baby.
2: And you're saying that like all all she all she really did was buy red paint.
0: That's what she did. She bought red paint and that paint was later used to they like splashed it on some. Right. I saw
2: I saw what the the I I don't want to say down what the result was of all of that. And um, I mean, I thought it was pretty fucking sick
0: <laughs> definitely not something you should go to prison for no, life for.
2: definitely not something you should go yeah, life you, in prison for
0: you can't
1: call it damage because it is that like it's not you know it is damage it's but it's not a it's not fucking life in prison damage <laughs> no
2: yeah yeah yeah. Not at nothing all. nothing
1: is life in prison damage if it's property
0: yeah no in no way oh someone forgot about 9-11 uh, but To be
2: fair, that's damaged property where a lot of people died as a result of the damage. No one died as a result of this.
1: Wait, who died? I missed it.
0: (laughs) America. I always long for the days of like 1970s America terrorism, where they would just blow up a federal building overnight while no one was inside. (laughs) And like, imagine if you worked at that building and you show up the next morning and you're like, oh shit, bomb day. We're off. Thank you, terrorists.
2: Yeah. Uh, Thank you, like terrorists. the time I was walking into school one day, and I literally saw uh, a fire truck turn the corner, start pulling into the school that I noticed the building was on fire, and I just turned right back around and got back on the bus and went home. Hell
0: yeah. That's
1: a New York state of mind. That's what that song's all about.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or they would, like, hijack a plane and then just land it somewhere and get all the passengers off. And then blow it up just to show what they were capable Let's of. Let's go to Paraguay, everybody. Oh <laughs> yeah, that's the fucking layover of my dreams. Yeah. Go to a nice <laughs> tropical destination. I'll show up late to your wedding if a bunch of Venezuelan terrorists want to demonstration bomb the plane I was on while I watch from a safe distance.
2: Sure. That sounds great.
1: Take you out to a steakhouse afterwards, you know?
0: Yeah. We all hang out.
1: Yeah. Have some, have some, nice, uh, some nice food while you're there. You know, some nice Venezuelan food. Have a good time.
0: Have a good time. One of the other areas where Black Lives Matter leaders are being targeted is Pittsburgh. There was a protest outside a bar called 941 Saloon.
2: City baby.
0: <laughs> and for one, police claim the protesters barricaded customers inside by hanging pieces of cloth on the door. What? That's not you don't that's not gonna keep people. It's inside. first of all, that's
2: not a barricade. That's a piece of cloth on a door.
0: Cloth is a permeable concept. Yes. And what they were actually doing was just putting protest signs on the outside of this bar. And the security guard locked the door before the protesters even got there. So they couldn't even get inside. And the police are arguing that they barricaded people inside when every bar in that or every business in that area has a back exit that goes out to an alley. And then you can just take God, the alley. That's over pretty to the much street.
1: every business.
0: Yeah. And there were no protesters in the back, so nobody was barricaded inside. And they've accused them of shouting threats at the people inside this bar. And meanwhile, so they're, they're like charging them with terroristic threats for threatening the people in this bar. Meanwhile, a video was sent to this same police department showing a guy who showed up at a Black Lives Matter protest And just started shouting, kill the transgenders.
2: Yeah, saw that.
0: His fucking quote, not mine. And they were like, are you going to arrest this guy and charge him with terroristic threats? And the police just didn't respond at all. Yeah, Which is a clear indication that this terroristic threat charge isn't valid. It's just them trying to take down Black Lives Matter leaders in their area. Unless
1: it's Jerome Bettis, Pittsburgh ain't a huge fan of the blacks.
0: So I've heard I've never been there, never been to Pennsylvania. Like people sing its praises, but it just doesn't from from my distance. It doesn't seem like that great of a Philly's Philly's
2: Philly's really fun. Like Philly's an incredible, incredible city. Pittsburgh, I visited once, but I was really just in and out of the train station because I had a friend that went to college in like the boo out in in Pennsylvania. <clears throat>
0: I, Did they put I, French fries on your train ticket?
2: What?
1: Coleslaw? I'd fuck with that, bro.
0: <laughs> like they do their sandwiches.
1: Yeah, let me tell you, I uh, when I the first place I stopped when I was moving out to uh, L.A. The first uh, stop on my cross country trip was Harrisburg, PA. Oh, fun. Uh, nope. No, 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 it was not. Oh, it looked pretty from the train. It's where dreams and drifters go to die. That place was.
2: It looked pretty from, uh, because I took a train from New York to Pittsburgh to go visit a friend. And when we were going through, like, all of Pennsylvania, I was like, this is gorgeous. Look at all the nature.
1: Yeah. Go to Lancaster, churn some butter.
2: Oh, man, how many family vacations, like, weekend trips did we take to Lancaster? Did Did you go to Hershey? Oh, of course. Oh,
1: see, I'd go. I'd fuck with that.
2: That factory tour ride. Get out of here. It was like real life Willy Wonka. Then they give you a piece of chocolate at the end.
1: I've never been. But Fat Jeff, that was his like dream destination oh, as a kid.
2: It's the one thing you could do at Hershey without having to like spend any money. It was like the free it was a free ride that basically just showed you the history of chocolate. And then they oh, gave you a free piece of candy. And in the end, it dumped you in a gift shop. And I was, would be <laughs> a,
1: I would be a chocolate expert. Because I would be on that ride
2: every
1: every third, every third run. My fat little body would have just been (laughs) sitting there taking notes about Reese's peanut
2: butter cups.
0: I guess I take all this back. Pennsylvania is great. Yeah. I mean,
2: just Philadelphia (laughs) and the concept of Hershey park.
0: Uh, There's another black lives matter leader in Alabama who was arrested and charged with two counts of theft by deception. His name's James Gunn, and his business, which is a car wash, has been the starting and ending point for several protests and demonstrations in the area. And mysteriously, after that, police show up at his business and execute a search warrant. When he shows up to find out what they're looking for, they immediately arrest him The warrant has no judge's actual signature on it. It's just a copy of a judge's signature. And they're like, yeah, you're charged with theft by deception. And that was the middle of July. And I looked, and I have not found any update on what he's actually accused of doing. Adam, I'm going
1: to posit a theory. And you can take whatever you want from this theory. But... I'm listening. Police in Alabama might be bad for black people jeff no I, I know it's like it's out there put this on conspiracy the show if you want you can cut this edit this out put it in your conspiracy show but and i think I, I could look into it but i think alabama and specifically the law enforcement of alabama might have not the best treatment of the blacks
0: you're making some pretty bold accusations about the american south right I mean, now don't quote me on this but i i think i think mm. just a reminder to people before we move on to the next story watch the pbs documentary about the black panthers it will tell you everything you need to know about how the government is going to approach black lives matter and it's exactly like this Mm -hmm. they are going to put all of those people in jail or at least they're going to try
1: yeah gonna get a lot of huey newtons and stokely carmichael situations here
0: yeah And in the the climate we're living in now, it's pretty obvious you're not going to hear about it on CNN or in your mainstream media outlets. So fucking, I don't know. Subscribe to every local newspaper in the country. Yeah, do it. You just get a stack of 75 newspapers every morning.
2: Read them all.
1: Yeah, you'll have one less newspaper every week (laughs) from them shuttering their doors from not having anybody fucking buy them. Sorry, Hartford Courant
0: you've been dropped
2: oh boy i mean back home the staten island advance is as strong as ever
0: peoria journal star for me for
1: it was the worcester telegram the telegram and gazette worcester massachusetts let's talk about
0: this next story this is happening in albuquerque oh our favorite yeah a place that jeff and i have both been many times and it's
2: yeah great. i've been, I've been to albuquerque
0: I do like Albuquerque a lot. Mostly the I mostly like the food in Albuquerque.
2: Oh, man. That's like no food
0: anywhere else. So great. The police, on the other hand, are a fucking nightmare in Albuquerque. But those same police are warning citizens right now about a scam letter that people in the area have been receiving.
2: Like a letter, like like a paper letter.
0: Yeah, they're getting a letter in the mail. Holy
2: shit. Guys, we got to go to Albuquerque. It's 1997. Oh, I've, I've
1: literally used to do a bit that says Albuquerque just got 1998, and they're fucking stoked about it. <laughs> Joe, there's juggalos in the wild in Albuquerque. <laughs> oh,
2: my God.
1: Every night is goth night.
2: I love that. I'm realizing now I didn't go to Albuquerque. I went to Santa Fe, which is very different.
1: That is a very different. Yeah, that
2: is in no way the same.
1: Yeah, that's like if Albuquerque didn't drop out in ninth grade.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it dropped out in 12th grade to to get an art scholarship.
0: But the thing about this letter, it's not just a scam letter. It is, uh, It claims that law enforcement officers across the country have joined forces as the National Police and Troopers Association, and it asks for financial donations to support that cause, which that's typical scam letter fare. So far, Mm -hmm. but it also asked for something else. Fingerprints, a hair sample and a current photograph of the recipient's child.
1: And like, oh boy, going to get a little pedophile action in on that scam, you know,
0: imagine trusting the police enough to actually respond to this letter and send them all of this shit.
2: Yeah, they can never get away with that shit here in LA because then they would just be getting a bunch of pictures of my fur babies. (laughs) This is my daughter. Her name is Princess Stella and she's a seven-year-old golden lab.
0: I wouldn't even trust sending that to the police in 2020. You know what's funny is we're like,
1: I'd like to see this work somewhere else, but, uh, Cop worship is at
2: such that this will work. Like some people oh, no, will I'm send that I'm still saying money. it would work. I'm just saying yep. there's no. everyone here is childless.
0: Yeah, and especially with people whipped up into a Pizzagate frenzy right now.
2: Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I cannot believe that is back.
0: This is really hitting that demographic. I remember once as a kid, like I'm old enough to remember like the Adam Walsh murder which kicked off the TV show America's Most Wanted. Shout out to that little innovator. I remember when he went missing, did they only find his head? Or did they not find his, they found his body and not his head? It's one of the two. And that kicked off this frenzy in the United States about child abductions. And I remember at one point, my mom took me to the mall and someone had just set up this kiosk and they were like, want to keep your kids safe? We'll take their picture and their fingerprints and we'll put it in our database. And my mom paid these people money, and it's like, who was that? It wasn't the police yeah like who the fuck was collecting kids fingerprints at the mall in the 80s? Ugh. And where are those fingerprints now?
1: My prints are in some data- database too, but it wasn't like the local it wasn't at a mall it was like the lo- like the grange. Remember, I'm from a very rural town. Uh, it, was, it You would just go there and there was like some fucking doofus in a mascot costume being like, don't forget, print your kids in case they get fucked and killed. And it's like, oh, that's this is weird.
2: Oh, my it was God. exactly
1: that. Stranger danger is such a weird it was such a weird phenomenon because it was stranger danger in the satanic panic. Walked hand in hand in the nineteen eighties, and we sort of we sort of now realize that it was the most wrong thing that people were worried about, and it's like, oh no, it's always it's uncles and priests.
0: Well, here's the thing we we laugh off PizzaGate all the time, but to me, PizzaGate seems like it's building up to being. The third wave of the satanic panic because the satanic panic happened in the 80s. And I don't know if people realize this, but hundreds and hundreds of people went to prison for crimes they did not commit. They were not abusing children. It was just a fucking panic. And what people really don't realize is the same group that pushed the satanic panic moved on to pushing shaken baby syndrome in the 90s. And shaken baby syndrome is bullshit. Like you cannot shake a baby to that degree and not cause significant neck injury. So any person who's in prison for shaken baby syndrome, if that kid didn't have neck injuries, that person is fucking innocent. And that same group that pushed the satanic panic successfully put hundreds of people in prison over shaken baby syndrome. And now Pizzagate is this same sort of thing where people are like, there's pedophiles everywhere and we got to fucking round them up and arrest them. And it feels like it's building up to another satanic panic kind of thing. Yeah, there's a lot
1: to it. It's funny if you watch the old unsolved mysteries. Every third thing is like it was Satanists that did this thing, like they were obsessed with that being yeah. thing. That's that was, a, you know, is the son of Satan a satanic cult? Is this a, a satanic cult? And it's like, oh, I think you guys are really pushing one very specific and very wrong narrative.
2: But it's Robert Stack, so we must stand.
1: Apparently, he used to make fun of all the supernatural stuff.
2: I love that. <laughs> oh, I love that so much.
1: I think it was in like mental floss or something, but there was like an oral history of unsolved mysteries and it was like, no, he didn't he didn't believe in ghosts. Oh, he just fucking didn't.
0: That. All right, let's move on to this next story. Very important.
2: Oh, I love this next one.
0: A serial killer. Uh-oh. is murdering horses <sighs> oh, in really? Houston. Oh my God.
1: It's, it's called Hunting Adam. fucking learn to survive
0: it is a crazy story at least i have in the notes at least three but i think it's more like five or six but all these horses have been found in the houston area uh with a stab wound to the chest which where is like how do you where's a horse's chest like
1: uh they cheated in the world series (laughs) those horses that those were dodger horses (laughs) <laughs> that took those that took those Astros horses out.
0: Yeah, these these horses they're being found stabbed to death and then their back straps and hindquarters are being removed, which is that's their meat. Mm-hmm. That's where that's where IKEA gets its meatballs from. And give me it. they found like five or six horses in the Houston area all killed in the same way and they think the same person is doing it. And the police actually used the term serial killer at one point. Well, because
2: they have souls
0: too well it's probably someone who needs food
1: let's let's be honest too uh the police are looking for something to justify their existence right now and using the word serial killer and it's like this guy's just killing horses this is w- i would like to address uh the, the sort of the meat snobbery that people have you know oh, it's like uh I'm not yeah
2: absolutely when
1: everyone's like people are eating horse can you believe it it's like i eat cow all the time and that's like the same goddamn thing
2: that, that, that is it's that fucking bullshit that is such fucking American fucking bullshit because if you go anywhere else in the fucking world they will have ho- like horse is is just another meat in so many other countries
1: I like that this is the thing that got you to really go for it
2: I look <laughs> I have been bubbling. Like, things have just been bubbling, and literally, I can't even tell what's gonna actually set me off anymore. But I think it's when it, it's, it, but that's something that has bothered me for a long time. I agree with you on this, like, fuck you, like, if I, fuck you with the, oh, these, oh, how disgusting, it's, it's a horse, and I'm like.
1: How could you eat it? We gave it a name. So you can give a cow a name. Oh, yeah. It's still gonna be tasty as fuck.
2: Have you never like known any cow farmers? It's like yeah, they give them all names. They don't fucking number like their
1: <laughs> Dude, okay, let me tell you something. So my grandfather, the the it used to be a dairy farm, but my grandfather learned very quickly that if you rent out your farmland to other people, you actually can profit way f- cuz your expenses are so low. Oh, so wow. we used to we used to rent our 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 property out to people that owned cows so they could graze them. And there was a guy, our neighbor. Literally, his name was his nickname was Redneck. That's what everyone across town called him. And uh, he had cows. And when they were, uh, they would butcher their cows. So here's how they would do it. And this is to date one of the funniest goddamn things I've ever seen. Is they would um, get a bunch of like bread or whatever, and they would bait one of the cows to come over to the fence, and then uh-huh. they would take a shotgun and just stick it on its head and just shoot it in the fucking face. And that's how they would then pick it up and and they would load it onto a fucking front loading barrel tractor and just drive it home because they lived you know a mile or so down the road and
0: you're right that is funny well it's funny (laughs) in that it's just
1: like it's no different than how they kill cows in a slaughterhouse.
2: i was just gonna say that is no different they put
1: the bolt to the fucking brain and they just shoot it in there it is no different
2: yeah, but at least, at least in your situation, at least the cow got some bread or something. Like the and in the slaughterhouse, they just die scared in a box.
1: Yeah, no, there, there's, uh, you know, certainly free range. They were out there doing whatever, and you know, these people eat meat and they fucking like, they like they dressed up. their own meat.
2: It was like, oh, bread. Oh, this is good. Oh, that's a weird feeling. Bam, it's done.
1: Cows are dumb. I'm a stupid fucking cow and a horse. Horses aren't doing algebra.
2: Let me tell you, horses are extremely stupid animals. Like, they are intensely stupid.
1: And they are snobs about it. Yeah. Yeah, they they might as well live in Orange County, because they are just a bunch of dumb snobs.
2: They really are. No wonder so many horse girls from Orange County.
0: The meat snobbery thing reminds me of a story that was circulating a couple years ago about the country of Venezuela, and how... The government was like, listen, we know food is hard to come by right now. Maybe consider breeding rabbits because rabbits uh, make a lot of babies and you can slaughter them and eat their meat. And the United States media's reaction to that was, oh, can you believe this monster is telling people to fucking grow and breed rabbits for food instead of fixing the situation there? And it's like, we're causing the situation there what is being described there is a fucking tragedy and uh it's actually a decent idea
2: yeah it's a great idea it's a really good idea
0: and we treated it like it was just the craziest fucking thing anyone had ever heard when the truth is the craziest thing was what we were doing to venezuela to make that situation necessary
1: yeah as we're eating factory farmed chicken
0: yeah can you fucking can you believe that venezuela
1: hold on That's weird. Can you believe that Venezuela is telling people to breed animals to eat? We've had storybooks about these kind of animals. (laughs) Fuck Peter Rabbit.
2: It's I'm really like I'm really there is something very specific outside of people that are against like factory farming because obviously that is like a really horrible and scary thing. But it's like the the whole the whole PETA of it all like I'm getting to a point where I'm convinced that. PETA are like actually fucking the meat industry that are putting out false fucking bullshit to make vegans seem fucking insufferable, horrible, terrible people.
0: Let's talk about a story from Illinois. A school district in Illinois is forbidding oh students from wearing pajamas on Zoom calls. This is happening in Springfield, Illinois. This is a quote from Jason Wind, who is director of school support at the school district. The expectation is that the dress code is upheld. We don't need students in pajamas and all those other things while on their Zoom conferences. And I'm sorry, but we don't need isn't a solid justification. Like you got to put more effort into the explanation here. Because this to me just seems kind of cruel, and unnecessary.
2: Oh, my God. Jeff, you want to talk about you weren't sure what's going to set me off or not? This. This. Okay, because that means you are going to hate me. This set me off so hardcore last night. I know, Jeff. Can... <laughs> Fuck off. I'm so... I haven't even stated my case yet. It's just such fucking bullshit. Everyone's going through enough fucking bullshit right now. Mm-hmm. Everyone's going through enough shit. If somebody wants to just be fucking comfortable while they have to, you know, do z- Zoom learning, which is already an awkward insane experience that anybody has to be dealing with right now, let them fucking wear the sweatpants or the pajama pants and a tank top. Who the fuck cares?
1: Here's what I'll say. And uh first off, the slippers thing I think is dumb cuz you're not gonna film these kids you're not gonna see
2: anybody from the waist down who cares if they're wearing pajama pants yeah
1: that part to me i'm just like shut the fuck up like the 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 slippers thing i uh, shut up
2: sunglasses i can agree with that that's the only one i can agree with because you can be sleeping behind sunglasses
1: here's here's one thing that i will say about school about school in general is that when i say many i mean most children thrive on consistency uh not all obviously because no no phrase is a catch-all for everybody but consistency is important for a lot of kids and uh, and sort of the idea of of i'm losing um the word that i want to use but the fact that you are doing something like getting prepared getting dressed Doing something that's sort of getting you up and pushing you into the idea that you're in the world, even if you're not, I think is good for that sort of thing that kids sort of crave, even if they don't want to say it out loud.
0: But what's what is it that is making the school district think parents aren't going to do that anyway? Like no one's just kicking their kid out of bed and turning the webcam on like you're still going to have to get your kid up and get your kid ready for the day. Yeah. And being this strict about it just feels like they're demanding respect for the sake of demanding respect. Like oh, it's still school. You got to dress up for it, and no, you don't. No, you like, don't.
2: This... I when I went to public school, I never had to do like dress up for school. Like truly, I if you, and anybody could, if you wanted to, you you look like a trash person, but you could show up in your fucking pajamas and a you know a, 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 and a hoodie and whatever. You you looked like an asshole all day, but you could do it. So
1: sure, you're you're not wrong in that regard. And the only time I ever really saw um, dress codes enforced was for drug references, uh, swearing, Absolutely. or if a girl—god forbid—if a girl showed uh, the tiniest
0: amount of cleavage. Uh, At my school, you couldn't wear shorts unless it was a certain temperature outside. Which why? Who's that? Who's that? What's that doing for? Yeah, anyone? see,
2: I, my my first two years of high school. I mean, I went to private school, so like for from pre K to eighth grade. So my 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 feelings on uniforms and dress codes and all of that. Like, I I get very passionate about that because we started. My my life started with a dress code, but like with a large variety of things like, oh, here are all these different color polos and dress shirts and all kinds of different things. And then it became a uniform when I hit like seventh grade and we went fucking ballistic. We were like, what do you mean we have no more choice of a color like. We, I, I can't wear blue shirts anymore. What? like?
0: I actually don't disagree with school uniforms. Yeah, it actually, it, it cuts down on bullying a lot.
2: But, like, I, yeah. but it's that thing, like I said, we, I am, I'm not necessarily against a uniform. I'm against a very strict uniform. I like the idea of a dress code. Like, that's. For for uh, a private school, you want to enforce a dress code. I like I like that sort of because it still allows for some sort of expression.
1: I here's what I'll say in regards to this specific thing is that at a time when yeah, like let's
2: get back all, to the specific when thing,
1: we have like. We threw the cards up in the air. We're playing fifty-two pickup at this point in time. Yeah. And and all sense of regularity, routine, and decorum have pretty much been tossed out. I think that this was good for kids to sort of be put back into that sort of mindset of like getting back to it. You're 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 at work kind of a thing where if I'm working, for example, like I, I, you know, I mean, this is, I guess, technically work, but if I'm like doing video for sideshow, I can't just wear whatever I want because I need to have that routine of doing my job or something like right, that. Right. But
2: you're being paid to do that.
1: I am. Uh, kids are being paid with knowledge, but it's a preparation is what I'm, it, it, it preps for the real world. School does theoretically. I understand that it there are faults in that argument as well, but I like There are parts of this where I think it's important that kids have regularity and routine. Uh, But let them fucking wear slippers.
0: You also have to take into account what these parents are going through. Like, a lot of these parents are probably missing out on money because they have to be home while their kids are no longer in school. Sure. They don't have to dress their kids, though. Okay, wait.
2: How old are we talking here? Because you keep saying parents have to dress their kids like they're six. I'm thinking, like... High school age kids.
1: That's what I'm thinking. That's probably what I'm picturing in here.
0: Either way, I'm not saying parents don't have to dress their kids, but in this situation, if you're hurting for money, it might be nice to not have to go school clothes shopping just mm-hmm. so your little tight can look presentable on video. Well, we didn't and,
1: go school shopping every year. We just wore the clothes that we had.
0: Well, what if you're a single?
2: Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs>
0: You're projecting your experience yes, onto as, every as
2: am I. household. But every year, I'd have to get new school clothes because what are kids doing? Growing, changing. Well, if
0: you're an only child, or you're like me and my sister, who are four years apart, we can't fucking share clothes. Like I had to get school clothes every yeah, year. Every
1: year. But I mean, if your kids are growing, then you're getting them new clothes anyway.
0: Right, but you might not have the money. To do that right now, that is a significant expenditure, especially if you've had to buy a computer, if you've had to make your internet service more robust, like if you want to tell parents what kids have to wear when they're in their home, send those parents the fucking clothes you want them to wear. Absolutely. But, I mean, I I'm not a
1: hundred percent sure I understand the difference between wearing uh like sweatpants and or jeans as being clothes that fit, or like a t yeah like me, yeah me either. So why
0: why enforce this fucking arbitrary rule on parents at a time like this?
1: I think because at that point in time, they're trying to enforce that it's still school. Even though you're home, this is still school. This is still a thing. Yeah, but I and mean, I...
0: how many
2: fucking adults do we know that are, are dressed from here to here on any given Zoom call or work or fucking whatever? Do that. And they're wearing bullshit under... But... Mm.
1: Let them do that then. Like, I I mean, just look, you can't tell if I'm wearing pants or not. I could have my dick out in this because you can only see me from here.
2: This shirt that I'm wearing right now could be considered pajamas because it's a T-shirt. It wouldn't be. No, no, they're not going to. So then why are they even making this rule in the first place?
0: And how are they going to enforce it? Are they gonna make every kid stand up and show their entire body? Yeah,
1: like, hey, check out what I got here. You see that? Like, they're not gonna make that to a kid. That's not a thing.
2: Exactly. But this is something. What's It's the like point? stupid. This is dumb. It makes no sense, and it's a waste. And it's just gonna uh, uh, either annoy people or I, I just I don't I don't see how this is ever gonna be something that they could yeah enforce.
1: I honestly think it is a statement more of anything. I think it's a. I think it's a a kind of like a a stutter step. Like they're not really going to do it, but they want to be like, just a reminder, you got to be dressed like an adult, like, or like a, like you're going to school. I doubt they're going to do anything of that. Like they realistically wouldn't do too much. Like I can't see them possibly doing that.
2: I mean, they could, they could technically do some sort of like, I don't know, suspension, extra work. I don't know.
0: They're not. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder which, which kids it'll come down on if they do. end up
2: exactly. Oh boy, yeah.
0: I wonder what kid will be wearing too baggy of a sweatshirt for the other people on the Zoom call.
2: In this Illinois school district.
0: Probably the same uh group of kids that are getting sentenced to jail for not doing their homework. To be fair,
1: I don't know the district. Uh and, and that is true, but I can't imagine like, were I still teaching in Massachusetts and that was something that was pushed. And I've disagreed with a lot of stuff that schools have done, including the school that I worked for and got into a lot of fights with my administrators about it. Um, But this is one of those things that I I would say, yeah, I understand. I get that. There, There are parts where that routine is so important to children. And unless you see it every day, you can't fathom it. And I know it's hard. I know it's a very hard thing to what we're living through right now. It's a fucking nightmare. But sometimes the importance of saying okay get up and brush your fucking teeth like that's important to kids like as much as we as much as it sucks it's like eating vegetables
2: i think it's important to kids and when i say kids i mean like young young kids but you could any parent could just enforce that rule anyway of like you got to get dressed because it's school
0: parents can enforce it and it's absurd to think Especially if you're talking high school kids. Yes, this is what I'm
2: like. High school. This is going to make them
0: more receptive to learning at home. This is going to alienate those kids. They're going to be like, "I get that you cannot see me, so why are you putting like kids don't react well to that? And kids also teens don't react well to shit like that. Give them a fucking break. Give them a fucking break right
1: now. I have a feeling they're getting a break. I have a feeling that this is that that this is that, and there's there isn't okay, Jeff. No, I mean, they're just putting out a thing saying like, hey, you got to be dressed like you're going to fucking school. So just do that. Just fucking dress like you're going to school. That's it. And if they can't see your dick, they can't see your legs, then wear whatever the fuck you want. Nobody will notice. Like, do that. Kids love testing boundaries, too. Let them do that. Man, I don't. It just seems like
2: it it feels this feels stupid and redundant. This It just doesn't make sense why this is a thing. Like,
0: to me, it just feels like unnecessary stress. Yes, this is stressful enough for everyone. And now you have to worry about the fashion police being on your kid's Zoom call. And now you're going to get a letter from the district because your kid had slippers on. It's like, come on.
1: But you're not because nobody's going to see the slippers. So what's the point? That's what I'm saying. It's I'm, That's what I said. It's a stutter step. It's a bluff. But it's a bluff that they hope will create that, that consistency. Mm. I know, but... I don't know if it will. I mean, you got to remember, I, I've literally been in contact with thousands of eighth graders. And... I know how they react to that sort of regularity. Yeah,
2: but eighth graders and then high school seniors are two very different groups yes, of people. But it's a
1: very good middle point. It's the direct middle of the, the too young and the too old. It's that direct middle of that transition spot. It's a difficult spot. And it's a it's a part when when fucking hormones are going crazy. Life is a nightmare no matter what at all times. Eighth grade is very difficult.
0: What if your family culturally does not allow shoes in the house?
1: I don't know why we're focusing on the feet because we've already established they're not looking at the fucking feet.
0: Then why put it in there?
1: Yeah, that was weird. It seemed arbitrary.
0: I don't get the point of this. That... I don't get the point of lobbing this fucking threat at this... parents that if their kids don't look presentable Absolutely. on Absolutely. There's going to be consequences like fuck, but it's
1: not even like there's going to be real consequences,
0: but there might be, how do you have like, you're projecting you as a
1: teacher,
2: what you would have done,
1: levy a fine. Like, I mean, they could suspend the kid.
2: They could, they could very easily suspend the kid.
1: They're not suspending kids for, uh, for doing that anyway.
0: A girl just got sent to jail for not doing her homework. Kids are going through all kinds of crazy shit at high schools right now. The, the two kids who posted pictures of their jam-packed high school hallways with no one wearing masks both got suspended. Yeah, that was bullshit. That, that fucking school district should be dragged for that. Like, school districts are, are historically not cool.
1: I need you guys to stop treating me like I blindly defend schools because I have a lot of problems with schools. I have a massive amount of problems with schools. Jeff loves schools. I also have way more experience in the classroom than you guys. And these are things that I absolutely have seen firsthand and have reacted to those and have had to be that consistency. And I recognize that. But you've never taught in a situation like this. Yeah, I haven't. But what I'm telling you is that I would appreciate an understanding of my expertise in the idea that kids do thrive on consistency at that point.
2: I am agreeing with you. I give you that up to a certain age. And then I think it becomes uh, oppressive and stressful. And sometimes when you're 17, you literally, you're just like, I. when you're dealing with all this fucking bullshit, especially right now, I would like, I could imagine if I was 17 right now, the only way you could get me in front of that computer to go to school is if you're like, look, you just have to get out of bed, have some breakfast, get a cup of coffee, and you just have to get Get through this. That's that would be the way to get me. And I'm projecting my personal feelings onto this sure. as you know, as someone with with bipolar and all this and all this other crazy bullshit going on in my brain of what it was like for me as a teenager. This would literally send me through the roof because my parents are, were the type to just blindly defend the school. So they would make me get fucking dressed in the morning and it would make me want to kill myself. Like, I have to put on pants to sit in front of a computer?
1: I would say that kids will and probably should uh, test that boundary. I recognize that. And that's what kids always do. So there is that. But on top of that, too, like... I have fought tooth and nail with my school district on several things. Like, I'm not the, a blind, like, I'm not coming at this as being like, oh, this is good because it's the school's idea. I don't think so. I
2: don't think that at all.
1: I, I just, I do, I do think that consistency and, and and regularity is so important for kids. And I get that. That things are weird now, but it shouldn't all of a sudden become the old West where there are right. no specific things and, and where there is no sort of decorum. Where you're like, just fucking do whatever you want. Sit like, like they could also said you can't be laying in bed. Fucking, of course you shouldn't be laying in bed for learning.
2: That yes, that's absolutely that's fair. That that's fair. And I'm not I'm not saying that everything in this I disagree with because some of it is not allowed in schools anyway. Like, regular public school, you can't wear sunglasses or you can't wear a hat. Like, that's just a thing. That, sh- that, okay, fine, carries over. I've never, in a public school, have never had to do with you can't wear pajamas to school. That's literally how half the kids would show up to fucking school, would be wearing pajama pants.
1: Yeah. I mean, we also don't know what their district is like as far as
0: their codes are.
2: Fair. And
1: things have changed.
0: Hey, everybody. This is Adam host of the podcast you're listening to right now. Question. Are you looking for unpops gear to wear on your body? If so, we have that now. Head to unpops.com/shop right damn now and get your t-shirts, get your sweatshirts, get your mugs, get your masks, get a onesie for your fucking kid. This store has it all. Again, that's unpops.com/shop. Go buy stuff thanks we love you let's get back to the show i want to talk about both of these last two stories even though one of them we can just blow through it's just a funny thing that happened uh this sounds like the beginning of a fucking twilight zone episode are you
1: you going to talk about the adam walsh story again
0: yeah the kid, the head attached to a horse and the horse was slaughtered uh a woman in Tennessee renewed her driver's license online, which is apparently a thing you can do in Tennessee. That's neat. And when she received the license in the mail, instead of her face, the picture on the license just showed an empty chair. I feel like I would have had a panic attack when I got that. Yeah, that lady's dead now. Yeah. <laughs> like, you got to immediately go look in a mirror after that and see if you see your own reflection. Hmm. Like, that would spook me the fuck out. Oh my God. Yeah.
2: I love this. This is, this is fun. <laughs> it's very funny.
0: How long do you think she could have got away with just keeping that as her driver's license? Like, I don't know, man. That's what the state sent me.
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah. Can I see some ID? Just don't look like you. That's me. <laughs> All right. You
2: sure this you?
1: Yeah. Imagine that. You go to the fucking casino. and You win a million dollars and they won't give it to you because you don't match your ID.
0: What if you bring the chair with you? Yeah. <laughs> oh, so this is your older brother. I'm sorry.
2: I was a lot thinner in this photo. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I used to be a chair. If they're like, if they say it doesn't look like you, and then you just get down in a crab walk position, so you can be like, no, how about now? <laughs>
0: <laughs> what about this? Squatting? How about now? You know, so
1: casinos quick. are open right now. That's that's nuts. This is very funny to me, and it's also a clear a clear visual of my addiction when I just immediately am just like, you know, an ID. What happens if you win a jackpot at a casino? <laughs>
2: And it's the thing that, that you're paying attention to. Uh, how's it going there? Is it going okay? Because you know why I know this, Jeff? Because I keep very close attention on what's happening at Disney World.
1: Joe Kay <laughs> turned me on to the My Vegas app.
0: Oh, isn't it fun?
1: Where you just play slots every day, and then you get points, and you can cash those points in for a room in Vegas. Uh-huh. It's pretty great. Cash
0: that room in right now.
1: I mean, no. I will wait, so I don't die.
0: I saw a thing where Vegas is offering these packages where you can rent a room at Aria, which is one of my favorite ho- hotels in Vegas. They have the best goddamn pizza place in the casino there.
2: I don't know. You ever been to New York, New York?
0: <laughs> That's a spice spicy meatball over there in Las Vegas. They're doing these packages where if you're a remote worker, they're like, hey, why not come work remotely at Aria Hotel for a couple weeks and you get like a room super cheap. And it's like, yeah, but Vegas is still closed. It's like, you know I live in a place, right?
2: <laughs> yeah. It's not closed though.
1: No, Vegas Vegas is not super closed, dude.
2: No, Vegas is like super open right now. Well, that's dumb. Like
0: dangerous. All the more reason so. not to go. Yeah. Yeah,
2: like the only thing that's still really shut down in Vegas is the shows. Yeah, the
1: concerts. We can still gamble everything away. We'll go to the uh-huh. Golden Nugget. You want to go to the Golden
2: Nugget? Go, 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 go to the Nugget. Adam, you want to go Golden Nugget? Play Britney Spears? Let's go to New York. New York, they got $5 blackjack tables.
1: Well, I told you that Val and I spend, we do holidays in Vegas.
2: Uh, you have told me that, and I'm so, jet. like, one of these days, Jerry and I will join you two on one of those, because we love Vegas.
1: We did Thanksgiving last year, and we did Christmas the year before.
2: That's incredible.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm a fan of basketball games on holidays.
1: Oh, yeah. Just I know. You, you like shit. to go to Laker games on Christmas, right? Hell yeah. Um, it's the best. Uh, I will say this. One of the best Thanksgiving meals I ever had was in Vegas. <laughs> Where'd you go? I don't remember. Oh, Okay. Fucked if I know. I don't know. the Fucking one of the ones. One of the nice ones, you know? These are
2: the things you got to remember. You got to remember where you got the meals. Why are you making
1: your
0: hands like a Muppet? Why are you happy Kermit?
2: My, 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 My Kermit hands.
0: All right. Let's talk about this last story, which was happening right in our own fucking backyard. Right under our noses. Oh, boy. This is fucking nuts. A lawsuit over a $1 discrepancy in a car price has been carrying on for two fucking years in Orange County. Of course. Of fucking course it's Orange County. It had to be. Basically what happened is a guy bought two cars from a dealership in Cerritos. When he got home, they called and said the price on one of the contracts was actually written down wrong. And they just asked him to come back in and sign different paperwork. And he, one, got mad that they called his mom's house looking for him, even though he bought the car in his mom's name. Uh, and he assumed they were trying to scam him. Yeah. So instead of just going in and filling out the paperwork again, or they even offered to bring him the paperwork so he could yeah. sign it where he was. Which
1: they should have done first, by the way. They shouldn't have said, can you come back? They should have been like, hey, we fucked up real quick. We gotta go. We're going to bring this to you real quick.
0: Yeah, but that oversight does not excuse what happens next. Instead of the guy being like, yeah, sure, I'll sign it, or you come here and I'll sign it. He decides to file a lawsuit, and this was in 2018, has not made a single payment on the car since then, has been using the car and driving the car since then. They didn't then. repo that shit? No, because the they, they can't, because this lawsuit is pending over it. And so he's had use of this car, hasn't made any payments. And here's the thing. F- fuck this guy. Here's a quote. Uh, he's in the military, of course.
2: Of oh, fucking course. Support the troops. Support the troops. So,
1: okay. All right. I have a, an opinion about that. I'm kidding. I'm
2: kidding. I'm kidding, no, know, I'm kidding. I know.
1: I know. But that phrase, like, I'm okay. supposed to, like, thank you because you got fooled in high school. Yeah. Fuck you.
0: Yeah. We'll get there. Yeah. Here's his quote. The experiences I had in Iraq, Ugh. Afghanistan, and my service in the army have made me more determined to defend myself against Norm Reeves' Honda's deceptive practices. It gets better. Their actions are no different than the insurgents who bullied the Iraqi and Afghan people during my deployments. What I experienced with Norm Reeves' Honda is not an isolated incident, and I am confident it has happened to many other unsuspecting customers over the year. Here's the thing. None of that. None of what he fucking said.
2: I've got three main enemies in this world. Saddam Hussein, Osama bin Laden, and Norm Reeves.
0: And Norm Reeves Honda on the auto mile in Cerritos. Here's the thing. I used to work customer service for Champus, which is military health insurance. And I can't tell you how many it's just the principal motherfuckers would call in and have like a $20,000 medical bill that this is an actual thing that happened. A guy called in, had a $20,000 medical bill. His copay was $30. That's all he had to pay. And his argument was, well, the military told me my health insurance would be paid for, and it's just the principle. And it's like, one, you don't understand how health insurance works. Your health insurance is paid for, they just have deductibles and copays. And also, That's a great deal. That's $30 on a $20,000 medical bill. And you're, it's just the principaling me right now. Fucking take your PTSD meds and hang up the phone and goddamn relax. This guy
1: is a fucking
0: bumper sticker. That's
1: all this guy is. He's a walk-in fucking piece of... Mm. Okay, here's the thing.
2: Oh boy, yes, do it. Go in, queen.
1: There is a funny part where he's like in my experience with the army and i was like you weren't even cool enough to be in the marines
2: go off king you read her (laughs) drag him you
1: fucking like anybody that demands respect because they were in the military is as dumb as they were when they got fooled in their high school cafeteria to join the military okay and of fucking course it's orange county because nothing good is in orange county except the on-ramps to the highway to leave orange county
0: he's also lying there's parts of this where he's just straight up lying because he talks about being super inconvenienced because the, the financing took two hours to come through on two cars that have some obscure military discount applied. It's like, have you ever bought a car? That's, that's just what's going to happen. And at one point he's like, I have excellent credit. So anyway, my brother came in to co-sign on the loan. It's like, you don't have excellent credit. You're lying to me right now. Yeah. yeah. Like, your brother doesn't need to co-sign if you have excellent yeah. credit. How much porn were you ordering in Iraq? <laughs> yeah, no shit. Like, I just, this story makes me so mad because working for that fucking customer service job yeah. for, yeah. it was only like 18 months. But, like, you would get dudes who would call in, and if a woman answered the phone, they would legit say, put a man on the phone. Like, these are the type of motherfuckers that I know this guy is. I fucking know this guy. I've dealt with this guy, and I hope he loses his lawsuit. I hope they repossess both cars and any extra cars he has also. One dollar! Yeah, fuck this
2: guy. One dollar! Like, come on, dude. It's the
0: principle. Anyway, support the troops.
2: Anyway, yeah, support the troops. Support the troops. Just not this one. Just,
0: I...
1: in what way is 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 the troops like an immediate support thing None How many troops have you met where you're like we would hang out Very few Yeah like 3 like I've met 3 maybe
2: But it always but it always turns out like well after the fact deep into us meeting that I'm like oh you ser- you served in the military because I've talked to them long enough like and you know they're they're cool people because it took like 45 minutes for them to mention like Oh, yeah, when I was over. Oh, wait. Oh, why were you over there? Oh, I was in the military. Oh,
1: it's the people that didn't get indoctrinated while they were there.
2: Yeah, they, they literally did it where it's like I really needed to be able to afford college. So I did my thing. I did my time. They treat it like it was prison. I did my time. I got out. Yeah.
0: And then they come home and they have to get fucking dealt with in this way by a Norm Reeves Honda norm reeves oh norm reeves honda don't support the troops that's what born on the fourth of july is about tom cruise trying to buy a car from norm reeves honda shouldn't have gone to colin kaepernick honda
2: i really (laughs) i really love the idea of just the name norm reeves being on like america's top kill list like
0: fuck this guy for making me have to stick up for norm reeves i bet that guy's an asshole too
2: i bet norm reeves is a real piece of shit he looks relatively young
0: Oh, and he lives in Orange County. So, yeah, he's not wearing a mask right Here's now. Here's a tweet from Stars and Stripes.
2: Oh, wait. Are we, is is this is this the guy that's filing the lawsuit?
1: Yes. Here's a tweet from, from Stars and Stripes. At U.S. Army, Major Edward Kim once braved mortars and ambushes in the Middle East. But now, back on U.S. soil, Kim is fighting a different kind of war in a staid Los Angeles County courtroom. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Fuck. <laughs> You, Stripes.com. Fuck
2: you. <laughs> yeah,
1: this is a Judge Judy episode.
2: Oh, my God.
1: Look at this fucking nerd.
2: What a nerd. Fucking
0: doofus. He's going to slit our throats in our sleep next
1: Fuck week. you, Major Edward Kim. I'll kick the shit out of you. Come on down. <laughs> I went to fucking West Point. I beat their captain.
2: Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. And thank you for your service. And thank you for your service.
0: Support the troops. Support the troops. Yeah. The thank hurting. you for helping us... Uh, destroy the middle you think
1: East. his lawyer is a marine so he can do all the fighting for him too
0: Oh, oh.
2: <laughs> drag him I king i don't know
1: what i'm doing
0: so i think that's our episode this was a good one thank you both for doing it it was good some lively debate
2: it was very fun uh
0: what 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 do we have to plug before we get out of here i will tell you you can subscribe to the network at unpopsnetwork.supercast.tech and uh we also are launching a zoom show soon that jeff will be hosting jeff what do you got to plug Oh, you want to go to
1: me first okay fine uh sideshow sideshow is every other tuesday through sideshow collectibles well it's a fun interview podcast with a lot of really cool people in the geeky realm so check that out wherever podcasts are found tom and jeff watch batman drops every wednesday on gamefully unemployed Me and Tom Ryman be doing that shit. Uh, What what do I have? Other shows? You don't even like sports? Adam, you don't even like sports. There's a show about how Jeff doesn't even
0: like sports. No, Adam,
1: you don't even like sports.
0: Called You Don't Even Like Sports. It's about Jeff. No, 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 that's not true. It is. It's about Jeff. It's hosted by me and Jeff, and it's about how Jeff doesn't even like sports.
1: You Don't Even Like Sports is available uh, through the Unpopular Opinion podcast network. You're going to want to check that out. Also, you can check out tpublic.com slash user slash Jeff May if you want those really fun, just wear a face mask, you selfish fucking dunce masks or shirts. Oh, smartest thing I ever did was taking a, a tweet that did medium okay and turned it into merch because they are selling.
2: Good. That's great. Nice.
1: I feel good about it.
0: That's it. Joe, what do you got to plug?
2: Me? Uh, Well, if you enjoyed me on this episode, you know what you could do? You could rewind and listen to this episode again. Uh, (laughs) But also, if you want to come watch me on a Zoom show, uh, Saturday, August 22nd, 3 p.m. Pacific time. It's called The Interruption Show. I'll find out more and I'll post about it on my social media, at K. Uh, on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, And
0: that's it. Very nice. Let's get the fuck out of here. Joe, say goodbye. Uh,
2: Bye, bye, bye,
0: bye. Jeff, say goodbye. You get the Norm Reeves rookie card, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye, everybody. We love you.
2: blood object to Bristol Street. Bring a blood object to Bristol Street. <laughs>